0: Hey guys, listening to 91.3 FM WTSR here at the Cosmere, New Jersey. My name is Brian. I'm Justine. And I'm here with Gabrielle Marlena.
1: Hi guys.
0: So you just performed here at Underground, right?
2: Mm hmm. I did. And for you just released uh,
0: a new album, right?
2: I did. I released an album about a month and a half ago now called Good Music for You. Um, and it's 11 songs, and I just performed three of them for you from the record. What would you say is your favorite song off of the album? Um, that's a tough question. I think the third one I actually played for you guys, "Love Me Out Loud." Um, it's one of the sadder songs on the record, even though they're all pretty sad. It's kind of a breakup album. It's all about one person. <laughs> um, but yeah, "Love Me Out Loud," I say, is, is probably my favorite, um, both to listen to and. To perform. Not that I listen to my music all the time,
1: but <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely heard um, a really good sound from that song. I uh, You could feel the emotion, and the crowd was definitely feeling it too, I think. Cool. Yeah,
0: definitely. I agree with that. Cool. So you're going on a cross-country tour now I too for am. this album.
2: Any um, thoughts on that? Excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. It all came together really last minute, so I've been wanting to drive across across the country for a long time, um, even if it weren't a tour. So I decided to do that. I have two New York City shows, and there were exactly five weeks between those shows, so I decided to um, borrow someone's car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm driving all the way to California and back with one of my good friends, Um, and it'll just be me, solo, acoustic, a lot of the shows have yet to be booked, but they will. It's a lot of little things. I'm playing in a record store, I think, and a jewelry shop in Boise, Idaho, and um, I'm on a couple of lineups in different cities with local bands. So it'll be—I don't really know what to expect fully from it, but I'm really excited.
1: So, how long will the entire tour be? Uh, five weeks. That's so exciting. Yeah, so we'll be
2: driving into a different city, like, every day. Um, And some of the cities I won't be performing in because I'll need rest days and also it would be kind of impossible to book that way. Um, But, yeah, we'll be in a different city almost every night. And I'm really excited. Mm -hmm.
0: That's pretty intense.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we might die. (laughs) You can say you
1: knew me. (laughs) Is there any city you're looking forward to seeing?
2: Definitely. Um, I am really excited to go to Nashville. So um, ever since I moved, well, I'm originally from Connecticut, um, actually. And ever since I moved to New York and I've been performing for people, people have been saying, oh, you have to go to Nashville. They would love your sound there. They would love your music there. Um, so that was one of my main destinations and I'm really excited because I actually booked a show there. Um, I think it's called like the new faces night or something at the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, in Nashville, it might be on November 7th, like 8pm. If anyone mm-hmm. listening is going to be in Nashville then check that date though. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but Nashville definitely is one of my top cities to go to.
0: So when you're going on this tour, I mean, these are like some crazy long drives. What are some of your mm-hmm. uh, favorite snacks on the road?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Oh, my God. My favorite snacks are probably not going to be what I'm eating (laughs) because I'll have very little time to exercise while I'm on this trip. So, But if I could eat anything while I'm on the road, oh, my God. I'd probably have some Chex Mix and uh, sour gummy worms and um, just a lot of bananas.
1: Good choice. (laughs) That was totally off the top of my head. I don't know, but yeah. Some good choices. Yeah. Is there anything like snack wise or just like pre ritual wise that you do before you go fl- out on a show?
2: Um No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I try to make myself do like vocal warm ups a little bit and just mm-hmm. the classic stuff, but I don't have any like weird quirky um pre-show ritual. Maybe I should. Maybe mm-hmm. that will be like the what this trip teaches me about myself. Yeah. Yeah, what I end up doing before each show.
1: I feel like (laughs) everyone gets one every now and then.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I'm really excited.
0: So what are some of your uh, influences for your musical style?
2: Um, This is a question I get, like, every day, and my least favorite question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And you'd think by now I'd have a better answer for it, because everyone asks me all the time. Um, Well... My, my influences well I started writing music I say this at every single interview which is so ridiculous but I started writing music because of Avril Lavigne because I grew up listening to her <laughs> yeah I was reading about that on your band trip, actually. yeah <laughs> <laughs> she is forever in my heart even though I think she's kind of crazy now but um No, I don't know. Someone also recently asked me, like, I do this vocal flip when I'm singing, kind of, into, like, my head voice. I don't know. It's a weird thing that I do kind of subconsciously. But I realized kind of recently that it's probably because I grew up listening to so much Dido as well. Mm -hmm. And she does that thing where she's like, I will go down with this shit, you know? Yeah. I love it. It's, like, very wobbly. Um, And I don't know. Right now, like, one of my favorite bands is First Aid Kit. Just their um, harmonies and, I don't know, their whole style all the acoustic, whatever. All of it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I made this giant playlist for my producer when I was making the record to kind of gear her towards certain sounds. And a lot of it was first Mm -hmm. aid kit. And... um, yeah, I'm also listening to Overcoats constantly right now. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys know their album. They just r- released not too long ago, but you should definitely listen to it. Anyway. Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, with the Avril Lavigne, though, have you heard of The Conspiracy Theory? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and what are your thoughts on it? I don't know.
2: I'm not, like, that much of a a fan that I've, like, followed her through the years. I just will listen to her first album still and, like, cry in the car. Um, but, no, it's that she, like, died, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. she, like, died and there's, like, an <laughs> actress replacing her. <laughs> well, That's yeah. been, like, replacing her for the whole time, right?
1: The the OG story is Avril Lavigne died because her grandfather passed away and she committed suicide right before her second album dropped, which everyone knows is her biggest album. It, it was already recorded So, to hide that, I think her producer was Sony at the time. Sony decided that they were going to put one of her best friends that remarkably looked like her named Melissa in her
0: place. All
1: right, that doesn't sound true, but I like it.
0: It's almost like the plot of a movie.
2: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, No, I don't know about the newer Avril stuff. I'm sorry, Avril, if you're listening. But um, definitely that first album blew me away. Thank you. (laughs) I wonder when I'm going to stop talking about her in interviews. I have to think of some better. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: especially with like these conspiracy theories. Yeah. I feel like, do you get asked that a lot?
2: Um, and I don't get asked about the conspiracy theory as much, but um, now I know exactly what it is, so yeah. I can talk about it more.
1: If you want to see, there's a Twitter thread on it uh, that has over 100 pieces of incriminating evidence. Oh, my God.
0: Wow. Wait, really?
1: Yes. I spent three hours of my life looking at it. That's amazing. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Anyway, moving past that role.
0: So, what's some um, some of your favorite music to come out this year?
2: Oh god. You're hitting me with like the really like putting me on the spot oh. questions. Um let's see. It's to come out this year. Um I will, I've been listening to SZA on Oh repeat. yeah, control. Um yeah, Did that that just came out Yeah, right? that that came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm That's like not really album. with it. So um, yeah, I've been listening to that on repeat, um, definitely Overcoat's album, I think it was this year that mm. it came out, um, I could be very wrong, I'm not sure, um, I'm just gonna end there, I'm gonna, yeah, that's, that's good <laughs> enough. Yeah. I gotta think of better answers, I gotta be prepared for this stuff, I listen to a lot of different kind of music, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. Good choices. Um, I mostly actually just listen to my Spotify Discover Weekly. (laughs) (laughs) That's like where a lot of my music comes from. I feel like Um, lately
1: it's more like a Spotify uh, playlist versus um, like the stoic old Apple genius thing where you could just mix all of your sounds together and get a weird cool new playlist. Mm -hmm. Definitely.
2: But yeah, there was a lot of good music that came out this year. I just yeah. can't remember any of it.
1: <laughs> your album? <laughs>
2: yeah, my yeah. album. It was the dopest album ever that dropped this year. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> so
1: how many years have you been pursuing your dream, really?
2: Um, Honestly, like full 100% energy towards music, only for just over a year. Because I went to school, I went to university, or I went to college, we're in the US, Mm -hmm. in um, Canada. I went to college in Canada um, at McGill, actually, and I studied economics and um, international development studies. And music was kind of like a side project. And the whole time there was like this tunnel vision of just like get a degree and then you'll figure out after. And like during college, there was never. Like, oh, what am I going to do after? I never wanted to think about it. So then when I finished, kind of had this degree under my belt, I moved to New York and got a babysitting job. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I started going to open mics, like, every night when I first moved to New York. And eventually I was connected with my producer, Katie Buchanan, who um, made this record with me. And now I've kind of been pushing it and... Yeah, I got a really nice Facebook message the other day from someone I knew in high school that was like, hey, I haven't talked to you in five years, but I just really wanted to let you know that I'm following you. And I love that someone I went to high school with is pursuing their dreams, like kind of like you, how you put it. And I was like at a babysitting job, like, like wiping some two year old's butt. And I was like, oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm pursuing my dream. No, yeah, it's yeah, it's great. So I'm just getting started, but
1: mm-hmm. I mean when you're at bottom, there's nowhere to go but up, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Good point. <laughs> exactly. So on that topic of pursuing your dream, like mm-hmm. it's obviously really hard to be doing all this on your own. What have some been, been some difficulties doing this like as a solo artist as opposed to if you're in a band?
2: Um honestly just like going out and playing shows alone all the time mm-hmm. and like going to open mics alone and um being alone (laughs) um no that's actually a really really great question because i think about that a lot how solo artists have to have this like totally different confidence that bands than bands have to have um which i'm like not entirely sure if i have yet i hope i have it um we'll see five years or so down the road but i mean not not just confidence but just like you have to care enough about your music and i mean i do but like you have to care enough about this is a profession to really push through because it's a lot of time alone. It's yeah. like, um, I don't know, every time I go play a show in New York, like, I get ready. I go, like, show up two hours before. I, like, hang out, like, two hours in a bar by myself. And then <laughs> I, like, perform. And sometimes friends come out, but you can't ask friends to come to, like, four shows a month, you know what I mean? So, um Yeah, a lot of it's just being able to occupy yourself and push your own music um, without the support of a band around you. Um, So, yeah.
1: Do you have, like, a sort of posse that comes in
2: your (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Joe Cameron. Um, No, I... um, Yeah, sort of. (laughs) Yeah, on a good night, I have, like, a group of... Uh, five of my closest friends that I usually be at an important show, um, and then if they all bring their friends, it's like a real sense of community. But that only happens at like the album release shows and um, a couple of shows every once in a while. But most, a lot of it is just kind of going out on my own and trying to spread. My music, and I mean, I, a close friend of mine from my hometown actually is coming with me on this tour, but so that'll be good company actually yeah. it's going to be different for me. It's like, oh, yeah, have someone to come with me to all these <laughs> gigs um, yeah, so i've I've talked a lot of hours on the phone to my mom walking home from gigs, <laughs> just to be like, "Hey, Casey you want to know how it went because I have no one else to tell. um no, that's so sad. I'm a really happy person. <laughs> I mean,
1: I feel like moms are there for you all the time, though, and who better to tell than your mom?
2: Yeah, well, my mom's here right now. She's not in this room, but she's waiting in the car for me. (laughs)
1: Anyway, Yeah, she seemed Mm -hmm. to really enjoy your music.
2: Yeah, she's definitely my biggest fan. Um, So thanks,
1: Mom. (laughs) Uh, Did she uh, support you at first in pursuing your dream?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think my parents and family and whatever a little bit at the beginning, we're like, okay, like, well, you can't babysit forever <laughs> um, and sing to people, and um, we'll see where that goes, but I, yeah, she's been so, so supportive um, as she's watched watched me kind of move to New York and create, um, I don't know, create this project that is my album and pushed it as hard as I am doing, so... Yeah. Yeah. She was like, Oh, okay, let's do this. And <laughs> she's totally on board. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Well, I think that's uh, all the questions we've got. Cool. Have any last thoughts you want to share or anything?
2: Um I'm mum um, 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 um. Yeah, well, I have a show coming up in New York, if anyone is going to be in the area, um, on October 7th, which is a Saturday night at the Delancey on the Lower East Side. It's part of this conference showcase called Mundo NYC. Um mm-hmm. and- and that'll be my last full band show for a while um, before I leave for five weeks. And then I think when I come back, I'm playing a solo show in New York. So just stay posted. You can follow me on Instagram, <laughs> uh, Gabby Marlena, G-A-B-I Marlena. And, um, but my full artist name, again, is Gabrielle Marlena. And,
1: yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. I um, really enjoyed this set, and I hope that all of our listeners enjoyed this interview.
0: Yeah, thanks so much. Once again, that was Gabrielle Marlena. And you're listening to 91.3 FM, WTSR from the College of New Jersey, where we like to remind you to open Open your mind. Open your mind. Thanks,
2: guys, for having me.